I may end up cutting this a little bit shorter than I planned because I'm kind of losing my voice a little bit. So, um, so yeah, I, I come on on Sunday mornings, and I like that meeting. It's very small. I haven't been to the speaker meeting in a long time, and there are a lot of people here, so I wasn't really expecting to have such an audience, but that's okay. Um, I, I guess I always like to give a little background. I, I, I don't tend to want to focus on the addiction part of all of this, but I am an alcoholic. I'm an addict. Um, did all sorts of different things. Um, but I came from, I, I'm from Delaware originally. I've been out here in Austin for about five or six years. <clears throat> and um, I kind of ran away from my addiction to get out here. Um, I thought that would work and it didn't. But uh, I did get sober out here, so it's a special place for me. This is really my home now. So, But I come from, I, you know, I come from a good family. Um, I, I don't have a tremendous amount of adversity in my upbringing and my past. So, you know, I, I am fortunate in ways that I think once I did begin this sort of recovery program, you know, I had, I had sort of a foundation to at least look towards from my past, but, um, you know, I was, this, I was a good student and an athlete and a, a fairly social person. Um, but I guess looking back, I think my story is fairly, I don't know, common. It's, it's no matter how much I was told that I was good at this or that or experienced success doing things, um, I really was, was, I had very low self-esteem and I doubted myself a lot. And I was really, really desperate to, to be validated and liked by people. And no matter how many friends I had or, or whatever was going on, I really, really felt like people didn't like me. Um, so I, for whatever reason, I tended to isolate within myself and was a very kind of emotional sensitive kid and struggled with that a lot. But, and, and you know, so the story goes that once, you know, I got a little older and particularly started smoking some pot and drinking. That was a very easy transition. Um, but I guess looking back, the main reason that I bring that up is that at that point in my life when I was 15, 16, kind of high school age, through college, um, my identity really became drugs. I mean, that was like, I was that guy. And that was a very comfortable kind of role to play. Um, and it sort of eased me into different situations. I didn't have to think too much, and that was natural for me. It was a very, very natural thing for me to do at that point. It was very helpful. I, I liked it a lot. So, um, but that was really who I became. And and you know, fast forward to sort of twenties. I'm on heroin and crack and all that stuff. It's sort a of quick fast forward. Um, but. When I look back at those couple years before I got sober, what really sticks out to me is that at that point in my life, I was just a grown kid. I, mean, I was just an immature, you know, adult child. And um, I was impulsive, obviously, super, super self-centered, blamed the whole world for everything that happened and had absolutely no grounding in reality as to what was going on with me. Um, it was just a very immature 
person. Um, and, and, I, and I had no real self-awareness. I, I didn't have any sort of an introspective abilities at that point. Um, and, and I do remember looking back at that, that, that I always had this feeling that this, uh, this addiction, and I, and I was aware long before I got into actual recovery that I was an addict and that this was a thing. I mean, I, I, there were no illusions there. Um, but it never felt like it was really who I was. I mean, there's always this feeling of being possessed that, you know, I'd come from a different place and this is what I'd become. And as natural as that transition was, um, it just, it felt, it felt like I would, I had become somebody that I, I shouldn't be. So that's out of the way. Um, and now, at this point, I have four and a half years of sobriety behind me. And um, I, 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 it took me several efforts to sort of begin that process. Um, and a lot of, you know, extra research. And, uh, you know, by the time I ended up going to treatment here in Austin, um, I was, I was fairly aware that uh, this wasn't just a matter of stopping one drug or another, it was about changing sort of who I was in its entirety. I had no idea how to do that, but that was something I was aware of, um, that this was not just a single aspect of my life, but this would be the whole thing. And that was an incredibly overwhelming thing to consider. So um, really, as I reflected on what I wanted to talk about, this is really kind of where, where I wanted to focus, which is, you know, this is, this is a, a, a spiritual program, and, and the spiritual side of this, whatever that means, is sort of the key focus to what, what I'm doing here. And it's, it's a spiritual sickness. And when I think about that, um, and, and all of those um, kind of characteristics that I had in active addiction, um, that begins to become a little bit more clear to me. Um, you know, and first it was about small steps, it was about being honest about everything, almost obnoxiously so, going to meetings, getting a sponsor, and all that stuff. It was setting up routines and just sort of like, drugs had been taken away, and that sucked. You know, that was the one thing that was pretty great, and that was not there anymore. Well, it became pretty bad, but it, you know, it was, that was the thing that, it, uh, I, that was who I was. It was like somebody ripping my soul out of me. I mean, I wouldn't do anything unless I had drugs to make whatever that thing was worth doing. You wanna to go to the beach, you got some drugs. Um, you know, why get out of bed if it's not for that purpose? So here I am, like, oh, now what do I do? Well, um, early recovery is just sort of, for me, is just sort of regimented, routined, you know, my first, little concepts of spirituality is, you know, I noticed the wind blowing through the trees and boy, the mysteries of the universe, there must be something out there. Um, 
still believe that. I mean, it is a mysterious, awe-inspiring place, but, you know, after two years, three years, four years, we talk about spiritual progress, and in the end, what the fuck does that mean? How do I do that? How am I progressing? Because, you know, I, I really do believe that stagnation and complacency for those people that are in recovery longer term, I think that's really the what gets people. I think it's just sort of letting go of whatever it was that I was doing with such intensity um, early on. Because you know it's not it's not that intense day to day battle for me at this point. That the the obsessions are gone. I, I'm not. I don't have cravings anymore. So what do I do? How do I keep from going back to that life? Because I don't want that life. That life was miserable, man. That was jail and you know withdrawal and um, just failure and and. It was, a, it was a waking nightmare every day. It was terrible. So, um, so you know, I'm not Mr. AA. I'm not here every day. And I'll, uh, I'll be very honest about that. I come once a week if, when I can. I should come more. I, I think I should. But one thing that I do is I maintain that sort of conscious connection. And... and I don't necessarily need to be in a meeting to do that, but there are those routines that I've maintained over time. And, um, you know, I've got plenty of excuses for that. I'm busy and whatnot. But um, what, what has really, I think, you know, when I think about a higher power, when I think about um, sort of what that concept began as and what it's sort of grown to be, the, the, the big thing I think that's helped me most along the way is, is rec- recognizing that everything happens for some sort of reason, that even the worst of the worst shit that happens, that, that obstacle has been put in front of me to reach some sort of end, some sort of purpose. Is that true? I don't fucking know, but it sure helps to believe that it is. And if I can believe that, then I feel like I'm able to face a lot more tough shit. Because life is messy, man. It's, there's some tough stuff. It's the first month out of sober living recovery or um, rehab, all that stuff, my first dog, my sweet little puppy, was fucking run down right in front of me in the parking lot. Right, and died in my arms. It was just the most tragic thing that's ever happened. You know, in that moment, what could be, uh, I mean, to me, I couldn't have imagined something worse, fresh out of recovery. You want an excuse to go get high? Fuck, right? So I'm driving through Austin trying to get to this place, and my dog dies. So why the fuck did that happen? Well, is there a good result of that? Sure doesn't seem like it. I like my dogs now, I guess, you know. I have different dogs, they're great. But it was a test to me, you know, it really was. I think that it was, that was something that happened to, to, to test me. Was it some guy up there who did that? No, it wasn't. But it was just, you know, it's all, in, it's all perspective. It's all perspective. And you choose what perspective you're going to take. Um, the other piece to that, I think, is 
what that's led me to is a far more positive outlook on everything, really. Because I lived in this universe of just negativity and, and just terrible, terrible shit all the time for a long time. And, um, you know, I, I think in the end, if I could sort of put a little bow on spirituality, it's about putting positivity out there and receiving it back. There's plenty more to it than that, but, you know. So, you know, this kind of, the big book talks about God consciousness. It's just sort of like relating to that side of things regularly or a daily reprieve or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I think the one thing, and sort of what I'm, I guess, sort of leading up to here is, you know, I did, I, I worked the steps, I had a sponsor, and I took my inventory, and I took a good hard look at all the bad things about me, and there's plenty of them. I did a lot of really bad stuff to a lot of people, and, um, you know, cleaning that stuff up as best I could was important, but... The other thing that I've done, and this was not early on, this is something that came as I was trying to sort of work on this maintenance and like, okay, spiritual progress, what does that mean? Is I really started to take a different sort of inventory. And that inventory was much more about what is really important to me? What is, what is actually fulfilling? Because one thing I've noticed, and the reason this sort of kicked off was when I start to get obsessive about material stuff, like the car that I want or whatever, it's a really good indication that I need to like do some work, you know? That I'm sort of like veering off when I get a little too obsessive about stuff. And so, <laughs> shit. So this sort of began as an exercise of like, all right, let's take a pause here and think about what is it in my life that I actually want. I mean, long term, what's going to bring me happiness? If I can put my finger on that, what would those things be? And what I really started to see, I, you know, early on, I knew that the, the, you know, the love element to this, the connection with people, all of those relationships that I was totally unable to have for such a long time, that was huge, especially early on. Finding people to, to be surrounded with that are going to bring positivity and, and help carry me through this process. Um, the whole idea of service and helping others, I, I come from a Quaker background, I don't know if anybody knows anything about Quakerism, but it's, it's a community thing, it's not really a religious thing, it's about, you sort of, it's similar to an AA meeting really, you sit facing each other in silence and you stand and speak if you feel, it's a little bit Buddhist in that sense, but it is about helping people in need, it's about simplicity, uh, what's that? Working together. Working together, yeah. Uh, which is cool. And, and so um, helping others, you know, that was something that I could grasp. That that, you know... But, but I, I've always been very well aware that removing the drugs out of my life left this big gaping void. And, you know, what, the, what do I do now with this big hole? You know, and that's the spiritual thing. It's fill it with spirituality. It's easy, right? Just fill it with spirituality, guys. That's it. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean, right? So, 
you know, to me, if, if I were to answer that question, it's to find other things to fulfill you. To you know, it's not the instant gratification of chemicals in body, good mood, happy feelings. It's got to be something else that brings those feelings that makes life worth living. Because it didn't feel worth living for a while. It really didn't. I was doing this whole thing based on a trust in what other people were telling me. Because, fuck, man, I didn't want to do it. Um, so, you know, I continued making this list, and one of the things that I really kept coming back to was that, you know, early on, when I started doing this stuff, back in high school when I was battling all of that stuff in my head, this need to be, like, loved and accepted and validated, in a lot of ways, that sort of ruined my childhood. I didn't pursue the things I loved to do. I didn't do the acting and the singing that I loved to do. I didn't hang out with the people that I really connected with. I wanted to hang out with the kids that partied and go drink and do that stuff. And those, you know, the jocks or whatever you want to call it. Those guys are kind of assholes. Um, <laughs> in my school. Um, but, you know, so... But, but from there on, all the way through college, through my 20s, I got sober when I was 30 years old. So, you know, I'd never had an opportunity to really figure out who I was. I had never developed any sense of self or of identity. I didn't know, I had no connection to what I liked, what I wanted, what I was good at, none of this stuff. I, I woke up at age 30 and was like, okay, uh, I guess we got to start figuring this out. Um, and so this has been, the past few years has been this like fast forward version of like self-discovery and, and figuring out who I am and what the fuck I'm doing in this world. I haven't quite figured it out, but I'm, I'm working on it. Um, but, you know, one of the things that I was so, you know, the isolation and the just sort of the immediacy of needing drugs the next hour and focusing on the next thing right away, right away, right away. I mean, it's weird. Like, all of those things that I became due to my addiction, I could list those out, list out all of those things that I, I figured out were more fulfilling in life, and they were complete contradictions. The impulsiveness and the long-term goals, working towards some sort of long-term achievement, that, that's become a huge thing in my life. Figuring out who I am and bettering myself <coughs> in some way has become a huge part of my life. Self-awareness, something I never had. So those lists are completely, I mean, they're all correlated almost directly. Um, but. That's really the one thing that, that I think um, I, I've discovered is this element of like self-improvement, of getting better, of, I don't, you know, at the, at the risk of sounding self-centered, it's hugely important to my spiritual development, figuring out who I am, because I was reading a book the other day, and it sort of put it in, into perspective that, you know, if you're ever having a conversation you're at work, whatever the situation is, and you're talking and the words are just flowing out, right? Is that you doing that? Is it something you've achieved that all of the sudden you're being articulate and making everyone laugh? Yeah, not really. I mean, it's just sort of happening, right? Something sort of working through you. Is it something you've accomplished that you're naturally athletic? Not really. Now, you can develop these things. 
And that's what I'm talking about. But the things that I'm naturally good at that I've recognized that are talents of mine, I mean, this is, you know, these natural talents, whatever you want to call them, I mean, to me, as I said, everything happens for a reason. And the things that we credit to ourselves that we're so good at um, aren't really ours. They were kind of given to us. <coughs> Who from? I don't know. But to me, something that's been hugely important in this development and maintenance and my recovery program is that process of discovering what I like, who I am, what I'm good at, and fostering those things, and then putting them to use in some way, professionally at home in your relationship with your spouse or whatever the case is. And that's something that has really applied to me a lot professionally. Um, I've always loved to teach. I, I taught for a lot of years. I'm not, I don't teach. I'm, I'm in sales. But I teach a lot to guys. I mean, commission-based sales is, in many ways, contradictory to a recovery program. So um, there are challenges in that as well. I mean, I, like I said, life is messy if you let it get messy. So I have to be principled in what I do. Luckily, I'm not selling used cars or something like that. I, I used to. But um, so, but you know, look, the, this stuff that I was talking about about just this kind of void where any sort of self-esteem, self-confidence, I didn't know what any of that stuff was. Uh, I was never really motivated to do anything. And so finding some kind of motivation to move forward for me has been really, really, really important. Um, and the recognition that this whole thing is not a destination, it's just, it's a process, it's a journey. And as soon as I get focused in on the destination is when things start to get not so good. And it's, you know, it's a process of making the journey good, really. So, um, and it's about balance too. It's about balance for me. It's about making sure I'm not spinning off in any di direction in, in too much. Um, but I guess, you know, <coughs> that was really what, what came to mind. I, I think that these past few years for me have been, it, it's been about a lot of things, but more recently it has been about putting my God-given talents, whatever it is, recognizing them and doing something with them and making this process mean something, whatever the fuck it is. So that's it. That's, my, that, that's what I got. Is it too quick? No. Okay. <laughs>